When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1541. How to get a child to eat when they refuse. Does encouragement help? Part 1. By Crystal Cargus of crystalcargus.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our parenting leg of the week here on ORD. I'm Greg Audino, your host and narrator, ready to share an article with you today that is all about parenting, as we do every Thursday and Friday. This week, it'll be the same post spread across two days. It's a longer one. So you know how we like to split those up into two digestible chunks. And speaking of digestible chunks, nice segue, Greg, author Crystal Cargus has shared an article today that helps parents get children to eat when they refuse to. So let's jump right into part one and start optimizing your life. How to get a child to eat when they refuse. Does encouragement help? Part one by Crystal Cargus of crystalcargus.com. If you have a child who's dealing with picky eating or more selective when it comes to food, you might feel like you're at the end of the rope. You might have tried every trick in the book to get your child to eat, from persuading to encouraging to bribing. You've done it all. And when your child does take a step toward eating, like trying a new food or eating the dinner you've prepared, you might want to celebrate and praise your child for the steps of progress taken. You might encourage your child with showers of praise or compliment what you recognize as a job well done. Positive reinforcement all the way, right? As a mom of a selective eater myself, I totally get it. It is a big deal when you notice your kids making steps of progress on their eating journeys. But here's the thing. Praising your child for eating or trying new foods is a subtle form of pressure. And if your child feels pressure to eat, this can potentially create some setbacks on your feeding journey. Pressure to eat tactics don't work. Let me explain further. For many kids, especially those who might be dealing with picky eating, mealtimes can feel like a performance. Kids may feel like they have to eat a certain way or amount of food in order to appease their caregivers. And while this might never be our intention, eating a meal can come with a boatload of pressure. When children feel pressured to eat, whether certain foods or amounts of food, this can unintentionally trigger other mealtime stressors. For example, A child who feels pressured to eat certain foods, like vegetables, may feel resentful towards both the food and the person pressuring them to eat. In other situations, pressure to eat can make a child feel less safe at the table, which can make eating more challenging and difficult. As a caregiver, you might not intend to pressure your kids to eat. You might want to help your child with eating, and encouraging them to eat might seem like the solution. Again, these tactics are used with good intentions. Parents just want to raise healthy kids who have a positive relationship with food. So what about encouraging? 
What about giving your child recognition and praise for eating behaviors or habits? Does this approach help your child with eating? Positive encouragement is still pressure. At the end of the day, positive encouragement is a form of pressure, though in a more subtle form that often goes undetected. What are some forms of positive encouragement that may play out at mealtimes with your child? Here are some common ones. Praising your child for trying a new food or a food. Encouraging your child to try a bite. Nonverbal cues, like clapping or cheering when a child eats. Verbal statements, like just try one bite, you can do it. Or, you ate some, I'm so proud of you. If you have or are currently doing these things, I know it comes from a place of good intentions. You just want to help support your child in eating, and positive reinforcement seems like a good approach, right? I mean, in other aspects of parenting, positive reinforcement usually works. It can help support a child in many different aspects of life. When it comes to food, however, there is a slight difference. Unlike other behaviors, eating is not a moral thing. There is no right or wrong way for a child to eat. Ultimately, every child is an individual with different eating temperaments and preferences. You might have a child who is a more cautious eater and a child who is more enthusiastic about eating. One is not better than the other. But when we praise certain eating behaviors, we're communicating the message that some eating behaviors are more desirable than others. Similarly, praising eating behaviors in children can create an emotional attachment around food that may be unhealthy. A child may associate eating with recognition, acceptance, etc., and may learn to eat for these reasons. It attaches a moral value to food and creates a dichotomy around eating, where kids may begin to believe that certain foods or ways of eating are bad and others are good. Children, especially younger kiddos, interpret things in a literal sense. So when they're told, you did such a good job eating your food, they can interpret this to mean that they are good because they eat. Their worth and value can become attached to food, which can complicate their relationship with food right from the start. This can also teach kids to ignore their own body's cues in favor of external factors, which over time can create a dissociation from their natural intuitive eating abilities. And as I alluded to earlier, pressure can create power struggles at mealtime, making food and eating a lot harder for you and your family. So, how can you offer your child support at mealtimes without creating pressure, either positive or negative? Here are a few ideas for you. Four tips to support your child at mealtimes. Focus on your feeding jobs. First, it's important to remember what your jobs are when it comes to feeding and to trust your kids to do their part with eating. As caregivers, we're responsible for offering our children food consistently in the form of regular meals and snacks. And it's our kids' jobs to decide. One, whether or not they want to eat when we do offer food. And two, how much they want to eat from the food we've provided. At the end of the day, it is not your job to get your child to eat. When you try to do your child's eating job by offering pressure or praise, it's only going to create more conflict and chaos at mealtimes. Part of our feeding jobs involves trusting our children and their appetites when it comes to eating knowing that they truly can self-regulate what they need to grow and flourish at a rate that's right for them. If your child is refusing to eat at mealtimes, just laying off the pressure alone can allow them to feel more open to learning about food and eating. If you have a picky eater, remain steadfast in your consistency with offering a variety of foods in the form of regular meals and snacks without adding any pressure to eat. This can help alleviate so much pressure at mealtimes 
especially for picky eaters, and increase their feelings of safety and comfort at mealtimes. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled, How to Get a Child to Eat When They Refuse, Does Encouragement Help? by Crystal Cargus of crystalcargus.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And the beginning of a really wonderful and well-thought-out post from Crystal today. If you've been listening for a while, you know how much I emphasize the gray areas of life, especially when it comes to ideas that we tend to have universally similar impressions about. One of those is positive reinforcement. It's very easy to always think of this as a good approach with children, or with anyone really, even pets. So I love how she tackled this idea, first acknowledging the great intentions behind it, but ultimately calling it into question and reminding us that when it comes to food, positive reinforcement might not always be the best approach, as it does tie that level of morality to eating. Absolutely terrific distinction there that you wouldn't hear from just anyone. And it definitely piques my interest as we prepare to hear the rest of her ideas in the continuation of this post tomorrow. I really hope you'll all be back for it, as Crystal is definitely off on the right foot and offering unique ideas and critical thinking. We are done for now, but make sure to come on back as we finish this post off in tomorrow's Friday show. Have a great rest of your Thursday, everyone, and I'll see you for part two, where your optimal life awaits.